Welcome back to episode two of Cards I'm Dealt, a Chris Mouse podcast. If you're still here as a listener, if you came back for episode two, I'm going to give you a round of applause. A shout out to you. Thank you for the support. Um, if I sound congested, I apologize. I'm getting over cold, flu, whatever the hell I had. Hopefully I don't sound congested, but if I do, I apologize. I could have waited a little longer to release another episode, but it's like, why not? You know what I'm saying? Show up congested, show up, just show up and do the damn thing, you know? But a congested nose have to be one of the most annoying things that exist in this world. Like trying to eat and breathe, you know, why you have a congested nose, you're trying to eat and breathe out of your mouth. Makes you sound like a hyperventilating hippo. You just sounding like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I'm sorry if that noise uh, bothered you, but I, I have to paint a picture of what I'm talking about because you know what I'm talking about. Everybody on this earth has had a congested nose. It's one of the most major inconveniences in life. And don't get me started on drinking with a congested nose. At that point, you're waterboarding yourself. But congested noses are hard, man. This shit's hard. And it takes forever to heal from. It's like the literally the very last thing that goes away once you're getting over being sick. Shit is hard. And you know what else is hard? At least for me personally, because I'm an introvert. Why the fuck do college classes always want you to share some personal shit? I can't be the only one that's be that's been wondering this shit. Like, I'm I'm on my senior year at San Jose State. All right, been doing high school for, I mean, high school, been doing college for four years now. And not every class, but every semester, you have at least that one class that always wants to know some personal shit. And no, I'm not talking like, oh, what's your favorite color? What's your favorite subject? What do you like about college? I'm not talking about shit like that. What I'm talking about, when the professor asks you questions, like talk about, a time you and your family were happy. Tell me about a time your dad went out for milk and never came back. Who in your family is your role model? The fucking dog, Professor. The dog is my role model. All right, now move on to Debbie, who can't wait to share with the whole class all about how the time her and her grandmother made cookies and some stupid little story to follow after. Like, seriously, if we all know if you've been to college... All right, we all have that one person in class who are just willing to share anything about their life. They don't give a fuck. They'll they'll share everything about their life. They can't wait to tell their backstory, their origin story, you know, who their arch villain is, you know, what they drew back in seventh grade, those type people. I don't know. Maybe it's just the introvert in me. But and and of course, with the questions, I was joking, but y'all know what I mean. Like, occasionally, you'll have those classes, or at least every semester, because you're taking multiple classes, you have that one class that is where the professor is just, like, comes up with something personal, talk about your family, or talk about a time when, and then they want you to share with the whole class, like, okay, first of all, you know, what if, what, what if I grew up in a foster system? What if, I don't know, my mom used to beat my dad? I, like, I don't know. You know, like what if that person was abused? Like maybe they don't want to talk about their personal life. To be real with you, I either try to make, I either make shit up or I find like very boring pieces of my life to share. So, you know, I just think the pressure is not needed 
But then again, like I said, maybe that's just the introvert in me. I don't want to share my fucking personal life. If I wanted to do that, guess what? I will become friends with these people in my class. Congested noses are hard. College classes are hard. Being an introvert is hard. The struggle is real. But this is me peeling back, you know, the curtains on, you know, me. You know, this is who I am. I'm I'm putting it out there, shit. You know, stuff that 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 bothers me or something I don't like. Trust me, I'm jotting this shit down and I'm sharing it with y'all. So because I'm pretty sure there's somebody out there like me thinking the same shit with congested noses and college professors wanting you to share personal shit. What you do this weekend? None of your business. Anyway, I'm at the age now, man, where I don't like being at places, parties, hangouts, where the music is so loud that you can't conversate. And the reason I bring that up is because uh, me and my girlfriend went out to lunch with her cousin and his girlfriend, and we went to a restaurant with bomb-ass Mexican food called Tequila Taqueria, I believe. Um, But it's a small little restaurant, but they have a fucking live band playing loud as shit. And mind you, this restaurant is really small, so it's not like you have the 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 customers, the diners on the floor and like the band up on a stage. No, the band is basically next to your table playing a loud ass horns and singing loud and you can't even hear the person next to you, in front of you. Like you trying to order food and, and you got to scream at everybody just so they can hear you like fuck you might as well learn sign language in order to order food like i'm just that's why i bring that up but honestly that's why i don't do clubs anymore either like i was honestly i was yeah i was honestly done with the club scene in my early 20s early 20s by 23 i honestly i was tapped out i was done the club was never really a place for me not because of the music but because Mostly because I'm gonna be honest with you, people, the most people who go to the clubs and love that shit is people who can't hold their liquor. People who are, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, weak. Fuck it, we'll go with weak. If you can't hold your liquor, you weak. You, but y'all know the term, the term that I'm looking for for a person that can't hold their liquor or um, they're lightweights. There you go. Boom, got it. Fuck lightweights. It's mostly lightweights in the club, you know, or people who go over their limits. And you just get to a point in your life, you're just like, I don't want to be around these idiots. Then you got to deal with sticky floors, people puking, people fighting, your shoes getting stepped on the whole night. And the last time I went to the club, it was way too overcrowded. There was a line outside, and I guess the system is once a certain amount of people leave, you're supposed to let a certain amount of people in. And... Somewhere along the lines, they just said, fuck it. And while me and my friends were in there, they were literally just letting people in nonstop. Hell, like, overcrowded. God forbid a fire broke out that night because then we all would have fucking died. All that body heat and just breathing in other people's air. And God forbid the bathroom was in the back of the club. God forbid you got to go to the bathroom because it'll take you 12 years just to get to the bathroom because that's how tightly packed in they that's how tightly packed in everybody was. 
And it's like, after that, I was done. I'm like, this is bullshit, you know? And as soon as you step outside, you got people puking in the streets. It's like, this is just, I'm over it. And just like how I'm over working with other people's kids. Like, look, I work at a school, an elementary school. I'm not a teacher. I'm an aide. Not going to say what city, not going to say what school, unless I've said it before in episode one, which I don't think I did. But not going to say yeah whatever but anyway just my advice to all you people in college to be a teacher or everybody who wants to be a teacher let me tell you something make sure teaching is your calling teaching is your passion teaching is your sole purpose in life because we live in different times right now and these kids are bad as fuck like, I, I'm over it. Like, there's two and a half, roughly two and a half weeks left in the school year. These little devils are just, they don't listen. You're overworked as a teacher. It's like, yeah, you get weekends off, holidays off, paid holidays. Not all holidays, but, you know, paid holidays. Work politics, of course, as with most jobs. The district. I'm going to be honest with you, the district may act like y'all family. The district may act like they have your back. But let me tell you now, don't fall for it. Now, I know not every district is the same, but depending on who's in charge, depending on who the president is of the district, um, look into that person, make sure they're a good person because... Teachers basically got to fend for themselves. Uh, you know, it, it's it, it honestly it feels like the wild wild west working at a public school because these kids literally act like they have no home training. Not all the kids. Some of the kids are angels. Some of the kids are good, but then those ones and the ones y'all know what I'm talking about, where the parents, some of these parents don't believe in telling their kids no and all that new age bullshit. You know, and the kids who don't get disciplined at home and you can tell them, you can see them from a mile away. Is it worth it? If you want to become a teacher, just make sure it's worth it for you. That's why I say make sure it's your calling. Make sure it's your sole purpose in life. Make sure you have a really strong passion because if you're getting into the teaching gig because of the benefits and the hours, I honestly, I would, I can't recommend it. Can't recommend it because you're going to be working on your days off, grading papers, getting ready, you know, report cards, and you got to do dumb shit like open house and and dealing with parents. And honestly, the reason why I wouldn't become a teacher, and I've been an aide for nine years and I'm already, you know, I'm only doing this because I'm in college. So once I'm finished, I can't wait to finish college. So I'm get the fuck up out of there. But it's funny because I'm going to go back to work at a public school, but as a therapist, not as a, I'd rather, much rather work as a therapist at a public school than an aide or a teacher. But what the hell was I saying? Oh, yeah. The reason why I 98, 90, no, 90, 98.9, 98.9, 98.9 percent on the fumbled 98.9 percent of the reason why I will never become a teacher, I will not become a teacher, is because of parents. Parents, every parent thinks 
their kid is perfect. You have entitled parents. You have, and I've seen the type of parents that teachers got to deal with. And I, some, some teachers, like if you just truly talk to a teacher that's been teaching for years, just talk to them and, and ask them like, yo, what is the craziest parent story you have? You know, I've heard from some teachers like the parents yelling at the teacher during the meeting. You know what I'm saying? And parents fighting. Parents, for some weird reason, especially parents of special needs, students think that we are miracle workers. It's like they don't do stuff at home, but then expect us to implement it at school. And it's like, well, if you're not doing it at home, it's not going to stick. Yeah, we can do it here at school, but if you're not helping at home, what can we, there's not much else we can do. You know what I mean? And it's just, and I get it. Every parent cares for the child. Well, not every parent. Most parents, most parents care for their child. Every parent thinks their child is perfect. Every parent thinks their child can do no wrong. Well, not every parent. Some parents are like, no, my child's bad as fuck and I know, but the bullshit that parents put teachers through shit got me all the way fucked up. I ain't got time for parents bullshit to be honest with you. And the reason I can speak to that is because in my nine years as an aide, the inner, the few interactions that I've had with parents, not every parent I've had some interactions with some really dope parents, but then I've had more interactions with annoying parents than dope parents because uh, like, for example, uh, within the last four months, I've had like um, parents can volunteer. All right. To come into the classroom and help out when they have like some party or event going on. I've had or field trips. I've had parents literally just stare at me. Mind you, I'm an aide. I work for the school. You know, I'm always in the classroom, but you got some parents who I guess, I don't know, come around every once in a while. Hell, you see me first thing in it. Like you see me in the morning pass by hella times, but I guess some parents are oblivious, whatever. But parents, I've had parents literally stare me down as if I don't belong there in the classroom. I've had parents after staring me down, they come up and try to interrogate me. You know, like, hey, you know, what's your name? Do you work here? Are you a parent? What do you do? And the questions go on. And it's just like, what the hell are you interrogating me for? First of all, okay, I get it. Maybe I, you know what? I'll give him a pass on the, hey, are you a parent thing? Like, that's that's a valid question. But the rest of the shit, it's unnecessary. Hey, are you a parent? Nope. Common sense tells you if I'm not a parent and I'm following a group of kids and the teacher around, obviously I fucking work there. Clearly, I'm not the principal because I'm not dressed apart as principal. I'm wearing normal clothes like a hoodie and some jeans. So clearly I'm not the principal. You just asked me if I'm a, if I'm a parent and I said no. What what else does that leave? Clearly, I'm not just, you know, some homeless man following around a group of kids and a teacher and a teacher's like, OK, you know, like a teacher wouldn't let a stranger just walk around with 
the students. And I, I get these questions even in the classroom. Let's field trip aside. In the classroom, I'm standing there in the classroom. Teachers are like, I mean, the parents are like, hey, are you a parent? Valid question. No. Oh, do you work here? Well, obviously, dumb fuck. Like, no, I'm just, you know, the, the teacher and the school, the principal, they figure why not let some random man who they've never met just walk into the classroom and stare at all the kids. That's, you know, that's the world we live in. You know, it's cool. That's a normal thing to do. Common fucking sense. Like, it's just parents can be entitled. It's almost like customer service. Like, it's almost like customer service, but it's not. And if you're a teacher, it's definitely like customer service because basically you got to appeal to the parents and i i it gives me anxiety just thinking about going like being a teacher at open house or parent teacher conferences and you got to sit there and smile and tell them how their kid is doing and you know what i mean it's ill eh. and really it's the thing that bothers me when parents ask me questions or try to quote unquote interrogate me it's the tone of voice that they choose to use you know what i mean it's like it's almost like they take on this tone of are you sure you're in the right place type of shit y'all know what i'm talking about it that fucking tone and it you know it rubs me the wrong way because i've even had some parents like i'll walk away like because it's very like when they're talking to me it's very awkward you know, it's it's like uh, it's almost like a forced conversation. They 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 stare me down from across the room. Then they slowly make their way around the room to me. I'm up here minding my business, listening to the teacher speak and watching a kid that I'm supposed to watch. And then this parent comes over and whispers to me, "Oh, hey, how you doing? Uh, what's your name?" Um, you know what I mean? And then just start rambling off questions. Hey, do you work here? Or are you a parent? You know, it's like, all right, neighborhood fucking watch. You know what I mean? No, I don't. I'm not going to kidnap your fucking kid. You know what I'm saying? Like, and here's the crazy part. School year is from August to what? The first week of June for some, some districts is probably like the second week of June, but whatever. So from August to June, I've been here in this damn class valentine's day the teacher puts the name of you know when they do valentine's day cards and the candy and stuff the teacher puts the name of every student in the class and the teacher includes staff on it and guess what my name is on the fucking list so the second that you go hey what's your name chris oh okay you must be yada 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 and then you can have a friendly conversation from there or let's say you forget that, you know, I'm staff, whatever, or my name was on the paper, whatever. Hey, what's your name? Are you a parent? Nope. Oh, okay. Then you must, you know, it's a, it's a, it's, uh, and what, it's just, it's frustrating. Cause it's like, it's, I'm gonna be real with you. The school that I work at, it's predominantly, I would say it's less than 1% black. Less than 1% black. I'm, you know, African-American. I'm a black guy. And the parents that approach me are Indian and white so far. I haven't had... Actually, no. There are... I mean, there's one mixed kid who's black and white. 
but his parents have never approached me. Like, you know what I mean? And no, I'm not trying to pull the race car, but I'm going to just say it's, it's a fucking weird scenario. I get it. You want to, you know, check in on who's around your kid, but come on. You're at a public school and a teacher is right in front of your face. And also the school I work at, the gates and they they lock all the gates that surround the school. So the only way you can get in is through the like you have to pass the front office to get in. So there was no way for me to like sneak on and once again the teacher's in the room. If I wasn't a parent and I was just some rando, the teacher would not allow me to be in there. I just I'm fucking done. Anyway, if you want to become a teacher, really make sure that's something you want to do. Make sure you're getting into it for the right reasons because the kids going to drive you fucking nuts. Just I'm going to just say that now. Um, you're going to be overworked. You're union, but the, uh, just make sure you want to just make sure it's a passion of yours. If it's a passion of yours, by all means, full steam ahead. I don't want to shit on anybody's dream. You know what I'm saying? Go out there and be the best teacher that you can be. Because Lord knows we need we need more good teachers. But the problem isn't the teachers. The problem, 50% of the problem is the fucking parents. The other half is the fucking district. And I'm going to just leave it at that. I, You know what I mean? So if you're a teacher, go ahead and uh, weigh in on this. Um, I believe Spotify allows voice messages. You can also DM me on Instagram, uh, Cards I'm Dealt Podcast. That's my Instagram username. Or you can email me at cjmoss92 at gmail.com. That's cjmoss92 at gmail.com. If you're a teacher, go ahead, DM me or email me or send in a quick voice message and let me know what your experience has been like as a teacher and do you recommend it. Um, If you have any questions, you want any advice, if you have something you want me to talk about or debate, uh, go ahead and contact me, Instagram, email. Um, I feel like I should have, I'm, you know what I might do in the near future? I might actually download like one of those phone apps where people can just leave voicemails. I might do that. That sounds fun. I like, I'll give y'all a phone number and y'all can, um, leave a voicemail cause you know, it's tough to do it live. I'm eventually going to have this podcast on YouTube. And then one day, you know, when I do start put this, put one day when I start putting this, putting the episodes on YouTube, um, I'll go live on YouTube and then I can have you guys call in and ask questions or give your two cents real quick before I head up out of here. Two things, uh, besides episodes one and two, I have, I kept four episodes from my old podcast, the Christmas podcast. Um, that's growing in grief, part one, part two, part three, and then another episode titled a gay bar. Um, it it, just listen to the episode. It explains itself. Um, so those four are not part of the episodes. Like it's not numbered. 
um, because that was from the old episode, the old podcast when it was called a Chris uh, Chris Mouse podcast. But I deleted all the other old episodes, but I, those are the four that I decided to keep, um, especially the Growing in Grief one. I will be doing a Growing in Grief part four. I don't know when, but I'm for that one. I'm definitely I definitely want a guest on for that one for part four um you know so we can this this grief thing it just it never ends you know what i'm saying people die every day people always losing loved ones so if you like to be a future matter of fact if you like to be a future guest on the show um email me cjmoss92 at gmail.com or hit me up on instagram cards i'm dealt podcast let me double check that actually Cause I don't want you guys typing in the wrong stuff and be like, I can't find it. Okay. Yeah. Cards I'm dealt podcast on Instagram. DM me, send me an email. Uh, if you would like to be a guest on the show and speaking of guests next month in June, I'm going to have two of my friends as guests, friends slash coworkers, two people, two friends that I work with, uh, at the elementary school. So they can also chime in on my little teacher rant and, get their opinions but uh actually no one of them is not a co-worker anymore she's uh she's doing what i'm doing at college she's she's working on her master's right now her master's degree for counseling psychology like she's going to be a marriage family therapist just like me so but she's uh she's ahead of me so but i'm gonna have them on as guests sometime in june i don't know what episode that's gonna be but stay tuned and random thought of the day, if the economy hitting you bad, you can always apply to Pornhub. The struggle is real, but it's not the cards you're dealt. It's how you play them. Good night. Or good morning. Or good afternoon. Or good riddance. I don't, I don't know. I don't judge. Wherever you, whenever you listen to this podcast, it's a good something. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to go on ahead and fade myself out about right here. You know what I'm saying? So I can make a smooth transition on the podcast. Should have been.